Previously on Metastrophic Music. Can you see that? <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude, I got my kazoo. I also just learned that I don't know how to properly play a kazoo. All right, campers, <laughs> you can't tell by this atmosphere, it is a special edition. Hard mode. Let's take it to the next level, Duffy. Let's just jump right in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm ready to do it. Special edition, coming in hot with the kazoo. You were talking about needing boost the energy over there. Well, you sure served me up a yeah. hot slab of energy and fit for a king. Yeah, I was hoping that you were in the right frame of mind to receive something like that. <laughs> I was, and I knew, I knew immediately that we were going to have, it's not even really clashing or opposing, but just different genres, because I knew I was yeah. going to surprise you <laughs> with Journey. Oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was surprised to see that. Not really surprised because I, you know, I, I know some other things that you've sent me. Yeah. And so uh, I wasn't too surprised, but it was kind of cool to wake up with Journey on a Saturday morning because, well, for one, Journey is my dad's favorite band. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I am a little familiar with Journey. You know, like the hits and stuff. Yeah. A band that just is like good vibes, pleasant, you know, like something that's easy to uh, get going with on a Saturday morning, unlike maybe what I sent you. (laughs) Getting me like hyped up. This is great. The sound of this band feels very like, I want to say early 2000s to mid 2000s for me. I was really into bands that had that chorus of being like real heavy. I love choruses that come in like that. Yeah. And I said, you did a really good job of oh, nice presenting the band with the way that I enjoy song crafting. Yeah, I tried to set up from number one to number four, put it in an order that could be, you know, palatable. Mm-hmm. Hey, before we start talking about these bands, though, let's kind of explain to the campers what our format is right now. For everybody listening, this is our hard mode, which is different from our classic mode. So what we do here is we each hand select a band and four songs like we do with our normal stacks but something that kelly might not be familiar with you know something maybe that i can turn him on to um and and he does the same back for me we exchanged songs earlier and we had no idea what we were going to hear we took a listen and now we're on the podcast i'm gonna tell you all about it it really helped clarify the objective of what hard mode was going to be. I went into it building how we build our classical initially. And then I was like telling myself, don't do that. You're trying to, to make a stack, particularly with Duffy in mind, 
to make him a fan. So you want to present the band in the best light for the listener, keeping the listener's taste in mind. And then I just was listening to all of Journey, and I ended up listening to the first album. It's like this complete prog rock. I love that stuff. <laughs> like I absolutely love the instruments, the experimental kind of like format of the songs and stuff. Yeah. That's not what we're doing here. They had to keep that in mind. I'm serving Duffy. I'm serving the band. You said to me, it's the experience as a whole, keeping that in mind. At the end of the day, I got to, to create a, what I hoped would be a nice journey for you to go on. <laughs> yeah, the intro track. I like to do that. I put a little like instrumental in front of my uh, stacks. Another one I like to use a lot is 1984 off of Van Halen's 1984. There's a little like keyboard intro and I put that on the front of so many of my F stack. Oh, that's cool. So I tried to produce a little journey epic for you. Yeah, you're super thoughtful in the way that you went about this and I was just like, here, listen to this shit. <laughs> so I actually like that because it feels like I just rolled out of bed, you know, got my cup of coffee and sat down and you were like, listen to this. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can tell I'm a little amped up now. Yeah, man. How do we want to do this? I don't know. I do kind of like going back and forth on songs a little bit, though. We'll be stepping into, like, two genres back and forth. It'll be a nice uh, little musical dance here. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, uh, let me start. Sure. You gave me the band Journey, which I mentioned is my dad's favorite band of all time. I'm definitely familiar with some of these tunes. Uh, The first track you gave me, Wheel in the Sky, of how can you have never heard Wheel in the Sky, you know? Although maybe if we have some listeners who are like, you know, in their early 20s or, or something like that, maybe they haven't heard this song. But This might be their first spin. I do like this song, and I think it was a great choice for your number one. I like the opening lyric, Winter's here again, oh lord. Yeah. I think he's going to appreciate this from a personal standpoint. And this was my first time reading the lyrics as I listened to this tune. Man, the lyrics, I think, really, like, it's something that you and I, I think, can relate to in the fact that, you know, we left home, our hometown, our home state, you know, kind of traveled the country a little bit. Yep. Like, I just recently, well, within the last few years, moved back home. Mm -hmm. Like, I can relate to the whole theme of, you know, when will I make it back home, that, that kind of that questioning, you know, I don't know where I'll be tomorrow sort of thing, you know, living here and there you know, kind of missing out on certain things, maybe with your family or friends and this and that. Like I said, it was my first time actually reading these lyrics and and giving it some thought. And I think it's a great tune. You know, I would definitely listen to this song probably more often now. That's great. I'll give you two thumbs up on that one. (laughs) Nice, two thumbs up. I'm digging that. I went back and forth on whether to include a radio-ready track then again, it was like, this is a completely different format. Those are on the table because we're trying to really present the band in the best light. Yeah. I was running to this in the first year of nearly 12 years straight running. I wrote specifically that this was like an anthem. I ran a marathon, Dallas Marathon, at the end of my first year. At the time, thinking that's like, I never imagined that I could run for a year straight I was taking a day off. So overwhelming to think that I had gone on after that, you know, for another decade thinking about like where i'd come from and everything this song stuck to me and then i read the lyrics and i was like oh yeah both me and duffy are gonna get something out of this yeah yeah this is my favorite song out of your stack is this one awesome all right what you got 
Fit for a king. Falling through the sky. First track on your yes. stack. I had wrote down that I was really in love with this kind of sound for five or six years. There was a period of time where I didn't like it. Be- okay. Became sour, I guess. And kind of great that I actually wrote down specifically the lyric from the song. Should have learned, should have known how to talk to all my demons. Learned to let them go. Yeah. You chose a really good scalpel, really good way to cut initially, knowing that I'm sitting here in a completely different experience than typical music listening. Uh Uh-huh. You picked a good song. Yeah, I do really like this song. And as far as the band goes, I feel like a nice introduction because he sings a lot this is a band that can do a lot of like screaming and metal vocals he does sing mostly through this song got like a great melody but it's still like right from the start the first notes it just hits hard comes in like banging real hard yeah i was hoping that you would hear it right away and be like "Ooh, wow this is hitting you know And then uh, as soon as that music kind of like pulls back and he starts singing, he's actually got like a good melody and a good voice here. I like his voice. Yeah, that's a lot of it too. Yeah, I think we're all kind of picky on vocal qualities. That definitely decides fans for me. And there's sometimes even just the earnest nature of the vocalist's approach to singing. Like, they know perhaps that it's not the strongest tool in the band's arsenal. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of keep it in the, the certain pocket. It's like knowing your right. limitations really helps a band too. So the second journey track you gave me is Chain Reaction. Okay, so to be completely real, yeah, this was my least favorite out of okay. the stack you gave me. And I don't really know how to pinpoint why, but it kind of sounds like, and I don't know what year this came out, it just sounded like very 80s to me. Oh, it's definitely 80s. Okay. In a way that was kind of, like, too similar, I think, to other bands and songs that I've heard, maybe. Let's make a song that sounds like this. I see, this is the beauty of this thing, the way I'd approach an F-stack. In a traditional X-stack, the, like, the two-slot is the most experimental. Yeah. And in this case, I treated it like I wasn't expecting you to say it was... If you said it was your favorite, I would be pretty surprised by that yeah (laughs) so but i'm not surprised that it's your least favorite i like keeping the train going like it has that like chugga chugga yeah as you're going on a journey it is very very much 80s representative of that kind of guitar sound the guitar player uh neil is it neil sean or shown he's incredible oh my god yeah he is one of the most underrated dude oh yeah Yeah, I've known about him. You know, I've heard his name for years and years. It's definitely evident in, like, the rest of this stack, just, like, how amazing he is. So it's not one that I would seek out again. It's probably the only one in the stack that I wouldn't, like, actively look for. To me, I like that rock and sound. It's just straightforward 80s rock. Yeah. I basically went with, like, a Neil showcase because I personally love Steve Perry. He's one of my favorite singers. I mean, I think he sounds like an angel, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like people know that journey. They're known for their vocals. We both love guitars. Particularly, I wanted to give Neil some real shine in this F-stack. He definitely is underrated in the pantheon of rock oh, guitar. Oh, yeah. He's ridiculous. And what he does and brings to a song. Yes. Cool. So let's go to your number two, Breaking the Mirror. 
Yeah. And I got to say that this was my favorite awesome. track off of your F-Stack. That's awesome. I, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down as I love the wee that sound of that. <laughs> I wrote down zippy guitar because I don't actually know what that sound is. It's a it's a pinch harmonic. Pinch harmonic. As I'm glad I'm learning yeah. this now. I absolutely love that. Just attracted to that sound, especially like in the hard driving tracks. Yeah. Best part of the whole stack. Hey, hey, hey. You tried to crush my soul. You failed. I conquered and prevailed. You'll never break <laughs> me. I was like, yes, <laughs> I love it. Even just you saying that, just you saying that gives me goosebumps. We both love powerful, like uplifting, motivating, yeah, firm kick in the behind. This is a song I would definitely return to in the future. Yeah, I think this song is kind of like a warrior's anthem. I love the lyric, breaking the mirror rejecting, you know, all of the negative, all the bullshit. I love it a lot. It's a great choice, dude. Alrighty, so uh, the Journey song that you selected for number three is Stone in Love. And actually, I'm very familiar with this song. Really? Yeah, so maybe like 15 years ago, I worked for this company. The company had, and I think they probably still have, they have a company band. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had heard of such a thing before company has its own band. But <laughs> it's not that weird because there's other companies around the area that have company bands. And I know this because there was, like, a company battle of the bands that we uh, participated in. Stone in Love was a song that I played in the company band. Oh, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> you got to play that solo, man. No, I didn't. No, you did Because I couldn't play the solo. That's too hard for me. <laughs> yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to be like completely bored. Because I, no, I, that's one of my like... I definitely did not play that. It's one of my favorite <laughs> solos, period. Straight up rock music solos. There's just something about it that really, I think, is like the centerpiece of what he's capable of. Oh, yeah. This song I chose just, even though I like the, the good time vibes of the song, I chose uh-huh. it because I, that back half of that song is just amazing. Yeah, the first time I had heard it, this song was when the that cover band for my job that I was in, they played it for me. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that guitar solo, I straight up said right there on the spot, I go, I can't play that. <laughs> can't play that. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I didn't have to think about it. I just I said, I cannot play that. I mean, back then I was worse at guitar playing than I am now, but I think maybe even still now I can't play that. So <laughs> It's a testament to just what he is able to do with the instrument and have it fit oh yeah fits the whole vibe yeah and i love that whole like towards the ending it does that kind of like build up yeah dun 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 it like builds up and um guitar solo and the whole outro you know that's like great part of that song one lyric that i wrote down that i really like is golden girl i'll keep you forever golden girl shout out love it (laughs) we love the golden girls here in this household it's a great love song and it really shows the love and appreciation for whoever he's singing about you know and an awesome rock tune your number three fit for a king prophet yeah my initial thought was oh we're taking a little dip here it starts off with that a little softer and i was like okay and then yeah. it's like surprise sucker <laughs> <laughs> it came right out oh because it almost sounds like i'm, oh, I'm gonna get a ballad and it was not a ballad. Right. <laughs> this song's a little like more intense. Yeah. 
lyrically and, and everything. It sounded desperate. He's getting more desperate as the song goes on. Like the line, don't let the world devour me, uh, really takes it to another level. I think this one was a little bit more of a deep cut. You know, and like I said, the lyrics are a little more intense. I thought that it showed a little bit of a different side of the band compared to the first two tracks. I agree. And I really like the lyric, if you can create all of the stars, then why can't you mend a broken heart? That's a good line, too. Song number four from Your Stack is Rubicon by Journey. I like this song. I had never heard this song before. It very much has that whole, like, good vibes thing, kind of like Stone in Love. You know, what I kind of got out of this is, like, the guitar work. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. Once again, Neil Sean or Neil Sean, he's just, like you're saying, he, I think he's probably underappreciated or undervalued. I really like the lyric, opportunity is yours, you know. Yeah. Take your time. Choose the road you want. Opportunity is yours. It's like a motivational speaker getting up there and just... Yeah. <laughs> we all need that. I think this song showcases all of the quality elements of Journey. The keyboard work. Oh, yeah. That solo, it climbs. Almost. Like that second level that he has in that solo is so good. In my opinion, the best of Steve Perry's whole catalog is that second chorus. When he takes that opportunity as yours and just climbs it with his voice, I'm like, that's why I think it transcends your typical motivational, okay, 80s, you know. You're, yeah, it's not cheesy at all. I mean, it's hard not to get to the end of that song and not have a little bit of that grab onto you, even if it's not your thing. I want to close this on, like, the highest note possible, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> I wanted to hit you with that. So you walk away from it with a real positive message. To me, so you, look, you just dig a little bit deeper with this band. You can see that there is a lot there to appreciate from a, just a musical standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this was a great track to end your stat. Like you mentioned, the whole motivational speaking sort of lyrics. I, lo I love positive lyrics, even in the heaviest of music that I listen to. I guess like when you go back and you listen to stuff from years past, sometimes it may have a tendency to have a quality where it, it comes off cheesy, but this doesn't at all. No. It didn't do that, and I think the lyrics were great. I like it. Excellent. So we're going into your number four, Reaching Out. And you definitely closed with a downbeat compared to the other three. <laughs> I was thinking that as we were speaking about Rubicon, it, I was like, oh, I kind of closed differently. <laughs> it was kind of nice to have it go that way, especially when I had thought Prophet initially was going to be a ballad. Surprise! <laughs> so now it was like this one, I almost had that expectation going into it, but then I was like, okay, this is nice, because then I get to appreciate the full vocal range and stuff, and to see a whole other side. You're presenting a, a wide variety of what the band brings to the table. Yeah. I kind of wanted to ease you out of the stack. It was kind of, you know, it's pretty aggressive, the first three songs. Yep. And so I was looking to kind of bring it down a little bit. With a lot of these songs, they are of a particular mood. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have a variety. Yeah. I appreciate that approach. And I appreciate that we do F-Stacks differently. And I mean, I think that's just fun. I like to see how you create, too. Yeah. Keep building on that informational pool so we're able to better suit each other in these hard modes. And I like the loosey-goosey atmosphere. 
Should have told him this song sucked. <laughs> yep. Now he's going to give me a, every song that sounds just like this one over and over again. Why did I say that I loved this song? <laughs> We're definitely not here with any negative intentions whatsoever for each other or the listener. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. That's cool. But we're not going to sit here and bash it. That's not what we do around the campfire. Yeah. For the listeners, if you want to go check out Fit for a King or Journey, you know, maybe you'll find some stuff that you like. Yeah, absolutely. Song of the week time. Shit. Give me your song. Okay. Mine is American Dream Plan B by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. What? I don't even know that song. American Dream Plan B. It, uh... It's off of uh, his final album with the band before he passed called Hypnotic Eye. Okay. And it's a great album. I think it's one of the best in their catalog. The whole album is just top notch. When I need a kick in the butt kind of song, I go to this. I got a dream. I'm going to fight till I get it right. My success is anybody's guess, but like a fool, I'm betting on happiness. Nice. Yeah, I like that lyric a lot. Man kicks you down. I usually go to this. Picks me back up keep fighting i'm 41 i'm still doing the things i love i'm still writing i just like what you said about the lyrics and kind of staying with that theme of you know uplifting and picking us up every day especially the older we get it seems like the forces around us are trying to kind of like beat us up a little bit so i like that so my uh, song of the week is by the band sparta oh i like sparta. yeah yeah a classic mode selection for both of us have loved this band for years and i just dipped back into them again recently something got the band on my mind for some reason i don't even know why maybe it was this song actually i think it was this song because this song came on from my uh my music player yeah so it got me back into the band and from this song i dipped back into all my old favorites and stuff my pick is taking back control off from the record threes which came out in 2006 This song, Taking Back Control, it's, as it says, kind of recognizing, like, the fragileness, I guess, of the world around you. Time is limited, and it's, literally, it's Taking Back Control. You know, it's a great rock song. This band formed in El Paso, Texas in 2001 from At The Drive-In, I believe. Like, they were members of At The Drive-In, and... Yeah. From at the drive-in, they kind of split into Sparta and the Mars Volta. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I listened to Threes a lot. I was really into Wiretap Scars, and in particular Porcelain. Oh, Porcelain is, yeah, Porcelain's my favorite. Sparta's probably post-rock. But... I don't even know, man. The vocals are emo, but like rot. Yes. But I love his tonal quality in his voice. I think he has a really awesome voice. That was a great choice, dude. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's all we got. Yeah. Hard mode. Happy camping. Happy camping. Don't burn your marshmallows. <laughs> Quick kazoo. <laughs> I swear I'll learn how to play that one day. All right, campers. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Kazoo again. Put it closer to the microphone. I couldn't hear it too well. There we go. (laughs) All right. Until next time, happy camping. Bye-bye.